0: From the radio dial to the cloud and everywhere in between, this is Jeff on the Hunt with Jeff Hunt. It is Tuesday, December 8th, 2020, and welcome to the second episode of Jeff on the Hunt. First of all, I wanna say a huge thank you to everyone who supported episode one. We're at 135 listens right now, at least on the Anchor platform. We're on Spotify now, we're on Google, we're on Apple, we're pretty much all over the place. So no matter where you're listening or where you're supporting from, thank you so, so much. Now I get it, for people who have been podcasting longer and they hear 135 listens, that might really not seem like a huge number at all. It's not a million-some listens like Joe Rogan gets every single episode, but my goal is to be me, so 135 listens, not knowing if anyone would listen or care in the first place, that is huge as far as I'm concerned, and I couldn't do it without you, so again, thank you very much for being here right now. As far as what's on tap for this episode, there are a few questions I got on social media I want to get to, Uh, maybe even a few topics that were suggested, I'll talk about those a little bit, and maybe even a small countdown as far as my favorite music of 2020 and the new music I'm looking forward to in 2021. Let's get right into it. The first question I got on social media was from Laura, and she wanted to know the million dollar question as far as I'm concerned, how did I get into radio? All right. Well, I've been in radio for 14 years. I've mentioned that last week, but I still don't know how to answer this question because I really don't know how it happened ever since I was a little kid. So this is going back literally 30, 31 years now. Not last week, in case you're wondering, but I was always mesmerized by the radio. In our living room at the time, we had the big old school stereo system. And I remember before kindergarten and first grade, just sitting in front of it, listening to music and wondering where all these sounds were coming from. I mean, to a five or six year old, you can't comprehend all this stuff. And as I got older, I became the annoying little kid that would call my favorite DJs before the first day of school. And it was just a real blast to hear my name mentioned on the radio. And I guess at least subconsciously, it kind of stuck with me. Then, as I got older, it advanced to wanting to go see my favorite personalities when they were on live broadcasts, and there are a few pictures of those that lay around and they survive somewhere. At some point, I'll have to post those on my Instagram or Facebook, because it really is looking at this picture and realizing everything kind of came full circle after a while, and that's really cool. But really, as I got older, I didn't really know what I wanted to do with my life. I think most kids don't. And when you think about it, we really are forced to kind of decide what we want to do with our lives from a very young age. So when I turned 16 and that question really started being asked by my family and teachers or whoever, the first thing I could think of was, well, radio has always been pretty interesting. It seems pretty cool. So let's go with that. So I actually did my first internship at 16 at the station I eventually worked at when I turned 20 in my first full-time radio job. So I was very lucky to actually kind of be involved with radio when that was still allowed. It's really not anymore. So I look back at that very, very fondly. And yeah, to some people I worked with, I may have came off like a know-it-all little punk. Sorry, Tom, and sorry, Nikki, I apologize for any headaches or gray hairs I may have given you, but even after that internship ended, it really stuck with me. So I eventually graduated from high school, went to college, I have my degree in broadcast communications, and I got lucky enough that after a two-year degree, I got my first full-time radio job, like I mentioned, in my hometown of Wilkesbury, Pennsylvania, And radio just bit me all over again. And I was on the air in college, too. I should probably mention that. So I really have been involved with radio for at least half my life now, more than half my life when I think about it. And as far as really wanting to kind of get into it, I think it really stems from just being mesmerized by it as a little kid. And I've been very lucky to make a living at it, at least up until very, very recently, to get to do what I love. And I don't take it for granted. I realize how lucky I've been and how lucky I will be in the near future when I do land back on the radio dial somewhere. So, Laura, I hope that answers your question. It's really just always been with me. Then, not really a question, but a topic suggestion from Megan. She said, do an episode on dating because we want the juice. Well, I wish there was some juice to give right now. I am single, and for anyone who knows, I was engaged at one point earlier on this year, and it didn't work out. I'm not going to kind of get into any details, because if you know, you know, and if you don't know, you probably don't need to know. But as it stands right now, I am single, and think about this for a second. Being a single person in 2020... It is complicated as all get out, because first of all, a lot of people still aren't going out. If they are going out, they're still wearing masks if they're at a store, so it's tough to meet anyone in person right now. And even on the dating apps, and I've tried them all, Bumble and Hinge and even Tinder, God help me, I've used Tinder, but I digress. Even on there, there's a lot of people that want to do the virtual dating thing right now, and they don't want to meet anyone in person yet, which listen, I get it. I'm not going to judge anyone for their decisions, especially in 2020, especially during a pandemic. But maybe I'm a bit more open to meeting someone in person than other people might be. And look, that's fine. That's my decision. Other people are going to make the decision that's best for them. And I'm not going to fault or judge anyone for that. But dating, yeah, it is pretty much impossible right now, Megan. So I'm not sure if you're single, if you're in a relationship. But the best advice I could give, and believe me, I should be the last person on earth giving any kind of relationship advice whatsoever, but I would just say wait until 2021 at this point because it can't get any worse than 2020, right? And seriously, I think as 2021 goes forward and a vaccine comes for COVID, I think things will get better in the next few months, Fingers crossed at least, but yeah, dating is just not happening right now. So for anyone that is in a relationship, whether you're married, dating, whatever, hang on to your loved one for dear life, because I did not plan on being back in the dating game whatsoever when I was engaged, and it is not easy out there right now. So hang on to your loved one for dear life, because you do not want to be in the dating game in 2020, and that's really all I've got to say about that. And like I said last week on episode one, I do plan on covering music quite a bit during this podcast. It just hasn't happened yet, at least not until right now. And even though I really haven't had my pulse on new music since I was laid off at the end of June, I do try to stay at least up to date a little bit as new releases kind of come across my radar. And I do want to talk about a few favorite albums I had in 2020. I think I'll do five, that seems like a fair number, and these are in no specific order, just albums I really enjoyed, at least for the first half of 2020. First of all, I gotta mention Tenille Arts and her new album, Love, Heartbreak, and Everything in Between. I got to meet Tenille when she was just first starting out in America, and she is a new artist I really believe in, and if you haven't heard of her yet, please go check out her single, it is top 20 at radio right now, it's called Somebody Like That. And the album is really a concept album. That's why it's called Love, Heartbreak, and Everything in Between. And it's even sequenced to the point where it kind of goes through that journey of falling in love. And then maybe a breakup happens. And all the other little steps kind of in between to get from point A to point B. And my standout tracks, again, would be Somebody Like That, the current single at radio. Wouldn't You Like to Know is a great song as well. And I'd even include the first two radio singles from the album, I Hate This and Call You Names, as well. So, there you go. Tenille Art's Love, Heartbreak, and Everything in Between. Go and check it out. Then, next would be the most recent album on this list. As a matter of fact, it came out just a few weeks ago. And that would be the new one from Chris Stapleton called Starting Over. And look, I don't know what else there is to say about Chris Stapleton at this point. He might be one of the best, if not the best, singer on the planet right now. He could play guitar like no one's business, and his songwriting skills are absolutely unmatched. Maybe you're not a big country fan or don't know how Nashville works, but there's a lot of artists that don't write their own music, and they rely on artists like Chris Stapleton to write their songs for them. And finally, over the last few years, he got his own break as a solo artist, and his songwriting is just, it blows my mind. There's nothing this guy can't write about to really make you feel like he believes every single word he's singing. And this new album called Starting Over, it really blew me away. The title tracks the current single at radio, and you must have heard it in commercials by now, especially if you watch football on Sundays. I must have heard it a million times by now. That's not a bad thing either, but starting over is the current single. Then there's songs on there like Devil Always Made Me Think Twice. Arkansas is a jam. If you like your country rockin', just go listen to Arkansas right now. You have my permission. Go pause this podcast right now and go listen to Arkansas by Chris Stapleton, and you'll thank me later. Then we get to Maggie's song, and I was not mentally prepared or emotionally prepared for Maggie's song the first time I heard it, especially since it talks about his dog dying, and I lost a dog last year, my family lost a dog as a matter of fact, not just me. So, yeah, that one hit really, really close to home, and I'm not gonna lie, I cannot get through that entire song. I had to stop it before it was over, and it was just way too much for me, so if you need a good cry, go listen to Maggie's song. It's a beautiful song, all things considered, but have a box of tissues handy when you listen to it, because believe me, you're gonna need it. Then there's songs on there like Old Friends and Watch You Burn, and the final song, on the album might be my favorite song on the entire thing. It's simply called Nashville, Tennessee, and it's a breakup song to Nashville, which you would think being a country artist recording in Nashville and being a Nashville songwriter for as long as Chris has, you would think, okay, maybe it's a love letter to Nashville. Oh no, it is a very bitter breakup song to Nashville. So, whether that foreshadows something coming down the road from Chris, I don't know, but it is definitely a great, great song and a perfect way, a fitting way, to wrap up a great, great album. Then I want to talk about the new album from Lindsay L called Heart Theory, and Lindsay I've been a fan of since day one. If you're not familiar with Lindsay L, she is a triple threat. She is a singer, she is a songwriter, and like Chris Stapleton, she is an absolutely amazing guitar player. And Heart Theory is a huge step forward from Lindsay's debut album, and that's not an insult towards the first album. That was still a great album as well, but Heart Theory is a huge step forward. And the songwriting on here, whether you're male or female, you can relate to these songs with titles like I Don't Love You or Want Me Back or Get Over You and Body Language of a Breakup. And the really cool thing about this album is if you look at it, certain letters are in capitals and certain letters are lower So it's kind of like a little find-a-word game when you kind of put all the words together in the order they appear on the track listing, they spell out heart theory and that's where the title of the album came from. It's a very personal album. Lindsay was going through a breakup at this point in time, so you could really feel that emotion coming through on these songs. And like I said, male, female, doesn't matter. If you've lived life, you can relate to these songs, and you definitely need to go check that album out right now. And the last two albums on my list should shock absolutely no one, if you even know a little bit about me. So let's talk about the latest album from Kenny Chesney called Here and Now. It came out a little bit earlier on this year, and listen, I've been a Kenny fan for a long, long time, and if you're even the slightest bit of a country fan, there's a good chance you're a Kenny fan too, or you at least like a few Kenny Chesney songs. Now I'll say it, I've heard a lot of Kenny's albums over the years in full, and this one, even though it's his latest, I'm not afraid to go on record and say this might be my favorite Kenny Chesney record to date. From the first song to the last, there is not a bad song on this album, and you could put it on and listen to it and really kind of feel fulfilled afterwards. And it's really hard to list a favorite song or even a few favorite songs off this album since they are all really, really good, but I'll mention everyone she knows, which there's a line in that song that might be one of my favorite lines in a song ever. She's a Marilyn in blue jeans with a touch of Jackie O. That is the woman I want right there. That's the kind of woman that I am looking for. A Marilyn in blue jeans and a touch of Jackie O. So if you know where she is out there, by all means, please send her my way and I would be in your debt forever. Then there's Wasted. That's just a fun Kenny Chesney kind of beachy vibe song. Heartbreakers is a jam. And the final song, Guys Named Captain, that is one you absolutely need to hear as well. And the radio singles, I think they kind of speak for themselves. Here and Now, Happy Dust, Tip of My Tongue, you've heard them, there's a good chance you like them, and the good news for you is they're all on this album for your listening pleasure. And last but certainly not least, and this is the one that'll shock absolutely no one, and again, keep in mind, these are in absolutely no order whatsoever, But, yes, the new one from Keith Urban called The Speed of Now Part 1. Shocking! A Keith Urban album on my favorite albums of the year list. Who would have thought? But listen, I am the biggest Keith Urban fanboy on the planet, I am open about that, I admit it wholeheartedly, and of course Keith Urban's new album was gonna be on my list. Keith is definitely the one guy who evolves every single album, and if you go back and listen to his debut album from 1999, then go listen to the Speed of Now right after. Yeah, it does sound like two completely different artists, but Keith knows the meaning and the importance of reinventing himself with every single new album he puts out. This one is absolutely no exception whatsoever. And the first song called Out the Cage, that features Breland, who's a new country rapper, and Nile Rodgers, who's the producer and the guitar player from Chic. He's collaborated with Keith before. But you know right from that first song that this is not going to be a typical Keith Urban album. It's definitely a new sound for Keith, and it works. Then it goes into the current single featuring Pink called One Too Many, which is just a perfect country pop song as far as I'm concerned. Then Live With might be my favorite song on the album because I can relate to it right now with everything I'm kind of going through in life. But it talks about having a life worth living and a life that's been lived rather than kind of going through the motions and only having a life that you could live with really deep, and there's a good chance you can relate to it as much as I've been able to. Then there's songs on there like Tumbleweed, which might be my favorite song of the year, period, because it reminds me of the old Keith Urban sound. It's Keith, it's rolling drums, it's his guitar, and it goes to 11 right from the start and it doesn't stop. Then there's the radio singles like I've mentioned with Kenny Chesney, We Were, which was written by Eric Church, then God Whispered Your Name, and a few songs that were released only as singles overseas in Australia, like Superman and Polaroid. This should shock absolutely no one, but I love every single song on the album. In my ever-so-humble opinion, you can never go wrong with a new album from Keith Urban. I'll wrap this portion up by giving a few honorable mentions. Jimmy Allen? The Slower Lower Superstar from Milton, Delaware, he released an EP called Betty James. It's a collaboration EP, and it features Noah Cyrus, Nelly, Tim McGraw, Brad Paisley, Mickey Guyton, Darius Rucker, and more. And every song on there really blew me away, especially the songs with Brad Paisley and Tim McGraw. Go check those out first. And it's only an honorable mention simply because it's an EP. It's not a full album, but still well worth checking out before the year's over. Then, I'll also mention the new album from Sam Hunt called Southside. No relation, by the way, in case you're wondering. And again, that's only on the honorable mention list, simply because a few of the songs on there, like Body Like a Back Road and a few others, they had already been out in one form or another by the time the album came out, so the entire album wasn't completely new. It was almost kind of like a compilation to a certain extent, so that's literally the only reason why it's on the honorable mentions list. Standout Tracks... 2016, hard to forget. Of course, Body Like a back road. you know it, there's a good chance you love it. It was the biggest song of 2018. And Let It Down might be my favorite song on the album all around. Sam Hunt, Southside, also makes the cut for one of my favorite albums of 2020. Then, as far as albums I'm looking forward to in 2021, Morgan Wallen's releasing a double album, and look, as far as country music goes, the current landscape right now, there's Luke Combs and Morgan Wallen. They are the two biggest names in country music right now, even above guys like Luke Bryan and Jason Aldean and Thomas Rhett, that's not an insult to any of those guys, I love them all. But Luke Combs and Morgan Wallen, these two guys can do absolutely no wrong right now. And to see how far they've both come along in the last few years has been really enjoyable from my perspective. So Morgan Wallen's double album should be fantastic, I have no doubt. And there's the songs on there that you may have heard already, including Heartless with Diplo. More Than My Hometown, Seven Summers, they're all going to be on there, and a whole heap of others. So if you even like Morgan Wallen a little bit, you're going to want to check that album out. Then the one that I don't know a whole lot about, other than it's going to be released sometime in 2021 is my buddy Frankie Ballard. Now, I'm a Frankie Ballard fan. He is right up there with Keith Urban, as far as I'm personally concerned. And he is working on a gospel album right now. So Frankie's shifting gears a little bit. But if you follow him on Instagram, he's mentioned this is the album he's always wanted to make. And knowing Frankie, it's going to be a rockin' gospel album. If you thought Elvis's gospel albums may have been edgy for his time, I can almost guarantee Frankie's going to go as far in that direction as he can. But Frankie, he is a committed Christian, he really lives his faith, and he's been very open about that on his Instagram and social media in general. So I'm really looking forward to see what Frankie can do kind of in the gospel genre, but I have no doubt it's going to be absolutely awesome, and I will check out anything Frankie Ballard ever wants to release from now until the end of time, and I'm really psyched about hearing his gospel album. I think I'll wrap things up here for the time being, and like I said earlier on, this definitely is going to be a weekly endeavor now. It's a brave new world, and I'm still going to learn new stuff as I go along on this podcast journey, but I thank you for being on this journey with me. Again, thank you for listening to episode one. Thank you, and advance for listening to this episode. Thank you for your questions and all your kind words. Even the constructive criticism I've received, which trust me is only going to help me and I don't take it for granted. As far as what's on the horizon for episode three and beyond. Well, I have not thought about a topic for episode three yet, but there's a good chance it may feature an interview. And that is something I want to focus on as we go into 2021. Everything on my laptop is configured now, interviews are possible, whether I do them over Zoom or Skype, but I really do want to highlight and support some independent country artists and listen, I'll be open about it. My friends that I think are super, super talented and I really think you should check out, but if I can give them a platform to kind of get the word out about their music, I will absolutely let it be here. On Jeff on the Hunt. Be sure to follow me on social media if you haven't already. You can find me at Jeff Hunt or Jeff Hunt on the Radio on Facebook. One's my personal page and one's my fan page, so you can find me on either and we'll stay in touch that way. You could find me on Instagram at Jeff Hunt on the Air. I'm on Snapchat as well at Jeff Hunt Radio. Let's connect on social media and you can tell me more about what you want to get out of this podcast going forward. Please subscribe wherever you get your podcast, whether it's on Anchor or Spotify, or Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. We're pretty much all over the place at this point. Until next time, be safe, take care of yourselves, and most importantly, have a great one. Feedback is always welcome. Drop a comment and remember to subscribe so you get new episodes first. You have been listening to Jeff on the Hunt with Jeff Hunt.